Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Live with Mel. D.C. is pushing for statehood. D.C., the capital of the United States, wants to ensure that their voice is heard and they have proper representation and voting rights in Congress. Now, D.C. has been fighting for statehood for a very, very long time. While many people have just heard of D.C. fighting for statehood, the first push to make D.C. a state actually happened in 1893. And while this push happened in 1893, no one was really, no one really supported the measure to push for D.C. statehood. But again, in the 60s, and that's the 1960s and 70s, Black activists wanted that push again for D.C. statehood. Black activists wanted to ensure that they had to stay over their city. Now, many people really don't realize why DC wants statehood. And while there are people who just don't know or don't care, there are people, mainly the residents of DC, who are very much interested in fighting for statehood because they want a voice in Congress. Now, DC is the capital of the United States and it is essentially federal land. And because of that, there are several things that Congress has the right to do over D.C., and D.C. really doesn't have that much of a voice. Now, there's a couple of reasons why D.C. is fighting for statehood. First off, it would give the 700,000 residents of D.C. a voice in Congress. Right now, in Congress, D.C. has representation, which is largely symbolic. The resident of D.C. does get the opportunity to vote for members of Congress, but when they do vote for members of Congress, those people, those representatives, do not have the opportunity to vote. Instead, what they have to do is talk to other members of Congress in order to have their, in order to have their voices heard. Now, D.C. wants to have the opportunity to vote for and elect representation that would have the ability to vote in Congress. They want voting rights. They want voting rights just like all the other citizens in America. Now, another reason why Congress is looking to, why DC residents are looking for statehood is they want to stop Congress from interfering in local laws. Now, the one thing that D.C. does not get to do is D.C. does not have the opportunity to fully create laws and fully create a budget. Instead, that power really does go to Congress. Congress really is the entity that is creating laws and creating a budget for D.C. Now, while D.C. does have a local government, while D.C. has a mayor, while D.C. does push to to have its own laws, Congress essentially is the thing that the entity that's creating the laws for DC. They're the entity that decides whether or not these laws can go through. And it has stopped several laws that many DC residents have wanted. One, one law is the laws regarding marijuana. Now DC residents and people who are fighting for statehood really want DC to be recognized and have voting rights. Now in 2020, a bill did pass through the House to give D.C. statehood, but while it passed through the House, it was ultimately killed and destroyed in the Senate. 
Now, because it was destroyed in the Senate, it obviously didn't become law, but it, it looks as though this year, 2021, D.C. may have the opportunity because it has the most support that it's ever had. It has the most support that, that it's ever needed in order to become a state. Now, the one thing that's really killing it is the filibuster. Now, with the filibuster, Democrats would need 60 votes in order to ensure that D.C. gets statehood instead of 50 votes. And because of the filibuster, that's the one thing that's really stopping D.C. from actually becoming, that could potentially stop D.C. from becoming a state. Now, Mayor Bowser, the mayor of D.C., will actually go before Congress on in March in order to argue for D.C. statehood. Now, again, many people want to see D.C. become a state because they want to see residents have their voice heard. The 700,000 Americans who pay federal taxes, again, D.C. residents still pay federal taxes even though they do not have the same voting rights in Congress. So, oh, finally. So, Joanna's saying, finally and thumbs up. So they do not have the same voting rights in Congress. So guys, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on DC becoming a state? Go ahead and leave your comments in the comment section below. Now I know there are people who really support DC becoming a state and there are many people who do not support DC becoming a state. And I know there's a lot of logistical things behind it. I know there's people who don't even have an opinion on this, but I am curious, what do you guys think about DC becoming a state? Do you guys think that it should be the 51st state? Now, if D.C. is the 51st state, if D.C. does become the 51st state, it does open the door because it looks as though Puerto Rico is looking for statehood as well. But we'll talk about that when, when we get there, because before Puerto Rico can even think about becoming a state, D.C. is the, the one who has the main steam behind it. Now, many people are opposed to D.C. becoming a state, and the majority of people who oppose D.C. becoming a state are actually Republicans. Many Republicans do not want to see D.C. become a state. And there's a couple of reasons why. So many Republicans say that D.C. is too reliant on federal funding right now. But Mayor Bowser says that the 7,000 D.C. residents are prepared and ready to take on that financial burden. They're saying that they do not need to be reliant on the federal funds and that they can provide the funds for their, for their residents, again, through taxes, if they become a state. And that's one of the main arguments for Republicans. Good morning, good morning. So another reason why Republicans, and again, I keep saying Republicans because it is majority Republicans who are against DC becoming a state. And one of the reasons is purely political. DC is a democratic stronghold. DC is an area, is a district that time and time again, consistently votes blue, whether that is for local government or whether that's for, for the presidency. D.C. is a district that consistently votes blue. And if D.C. does actually become a state, it would give D.C. two senators and one representative that would essentially vote blue. And many Republicans do not want to see Democrats get another vote or another two votes or three votes in Congress. Now, again, this is something that is completely and utterly political, but it's still reasons why some Republicans do oppose 
DC becoming a state. So guys, what do you think? Do you guys think that DC should be given the voting rights? Because again, one of the biggest push is that they want, they want the same voting rights in Congress. So Joanna says, yes, I agree. I believe after what we experienced these past four years and seeing Georgia Democratic victory, now is the time for DC to become a state. Again, people are saying it's now time. And like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, DC has been looking for statehood since 1893. This is not something that's new. This is something that has been, been DC has been looking for for a very, very long time. But even though they've been trying since 1893, this is now the time that DC has the most support. This is the time that DC really has the votes to get it through in Congress. Now, again, one of the things that are holding DC back is a filibuster. They would need 60 votes in Congress. So that means they would need all the Democrats and about 10 Republicans in order to pass this through. Now, something else that people are looking at in terms of DC state is, would they have to change the constitution? Because DC is the capital, because it's federal land, they want to make sure that parts of DC still remains federal land. And Mayor Bowser and activists in DC do have a plan for DC. They want to make D.C. itself, so mostly where people live, mostly the residential areas, a state, and the Capitol and the White House would remain federal land. So it would no longer be part of D.C., but it would be federal property. So guys, let me know what you think in the comment section below. Should D.C. be a state? Do you guys believe that the 700,000 residents of D.C. should be given the voting right in Congress? because that's one of the biggest things. Now, the second thing, big thing is they want to be able to make their own laws and budget. So what do you guys think? Should DC become a state? Now, again, they want their voting rights, but many people who oppose says they're too financially dependent on federal funds. Do you guys think it would be a mistake for DC to become a state because of their dependency on federal funds? Now, again, Mayor Bowser, the mayor of DC has said that DC is ready to pick up that price tag that they have no problems providing the budget for what they want to call the state of D.C. So guys, let me know what you think in the comment section below. And Joanna says, and that's how it should be. So guys, let me know again. So there are, there are a couple different places that are looking for statehood, D.C. being one and Puerto Rico being another one. And at the end of the day, these places like D.C., people are paying federal taxes. They are paying taxes, but they don't have the same voting rights. And many people say that the license plate in D.C., taxation without representation, is actually a weird spin because that's essentially what, part of the reason why the United States, why the colonies pulled away from Britain. And they're experiencing the same thing in Washington, D.C. Now, this has been a long battle, and we don't know if this will actually pass through Congress. While the, we don't know if this will pass through Congress, we do know that this is the first time that they have the amount of support that they need. But at the end of the day, we have to see if it will pass through Congress. And the other thing that we have to look at is if it's actually constitutional, because many opponents of D.C. statehood are saying that it's not constitutional to make D.C. a state. And even though they say it's not constitutional, they have other they have other ways in order to get people a vote. Some opponents of making D.C. a state have said, why not reabsorb? parts of D.C. into Maryland and Virginia, because many people don't realize that the, the D.C. became the capital because parts of Maryland 
and parts of Virginia actually gave the federal government their swampland because DC was essentially a swamp, a swampland in order for them to build in DC. And honestly, DC was never supposed to be an area where people lived, but because people wanted to be near the Capitol, because people worked near, near the Capitol, because people worked near these federal buildings, buildings started being built, homes started being built in DC and it became a livable city and a vibrant city full of many, many people. So guys, let me know in the comment section below what you think, should DC be a state? Should we hold off? Or maybe, maybe should we listen to some of what the opponents are saying? Maybe parts of DC should be reabsorbed back into Maryland and back into Virginia in order to give those residents the opportunity to have their voice heard in Congress. So again, we'll see how this all plays out. Mayor Bowser is going to be speaking to Congress next month in March to argue for DC statehood. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I come live every single Monday through Thursday to bring you guys current events and let you know what's happening. So guys, let me know what you think in the comment section below. Should DC be a state? And look, whether we agree or whether we disagree, I still want to know what your opinion is because your opinion matters. And we still need to be able to hold these conversations. We still need to be able to have these conversations in order to, to, to move things forward. So guys, let me know what you think in the comment section below. And I will see each and every single one of you bright and early Monday morning. Have a great weekend, everyone. And I will see you on Monday.